Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Fiercely Fandom with Duran, presented by The Tilt, the podcast where pop culture meets fan culture, and I'm your host, Duran Dalton. Now, on this episode, we're talking rising women in hip-hop with the one and the only superstar reporter and entertainment editor at The Tilt, Kedra Mance. I have the honor to talk with her about her recent bracket on rising women in hip-hop who will dominate 2020 yes now Kedra is definitely a woman in hip-hop head and stand she has put me on to a lot of the ladies in hip-hop today so it's only perfect we have this Kiki and get this she is such a star that she had the honor to get Charlemagne the God's thoughts on today's hottest women rappers we are going to play that clip for you later, but first I'm going to get into it with Kedra, so stay tuned, y'all. Yes. So Kedra, entertainment Hi. editor at The Tilt. You recently yeah. did a bracket about rising women in hip-hop who's gonna dominate 2020 right yes and i'm so excited about women taking over hip-hop yes yes <laughs> but before we get you know more into your your recent you know bracket <laughs> let's talk about the impact of women in hip-hop it seems like in recent years women in hip-hop have made huge breakthroughs in mainstream music and why do you think that is I mean, absolutely, they've been making um, some really crazy, crazy waves in the industry. We've seen, like, you know, the likes of the Megan Thee Stallion, the City Girls, all putting up Doja Cat, all putting up numbers on Billboard, all performing really well. Um, their notoriety and their social media presence is just crazy. And what's really cool about them is that, that what's really cool about them is that they're making a lane for themselves and they're doing it on their own terms in their own way without the influence or without the help of Midbider's side, which you've seen in the past, um, which is really incredible. Right, right. And so who who paved the way for this to happen? Because, you know, like there's always been like, well, you know, like in the, for a, a period in time, there really wasn't that many, you know, mainstream female rappers. And then, you know, for, for a period of time in like the 2000s, after Missy Elliott kind of, you know, like went away. And then like Nicki Minaj came about, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of talking about it a little bit. But who paved the way for, you know, like women to make this huge comeback in hip hop? Yikes, who paved the way? Oh my gosh, those are fighting words. <laughs> you basically are trying to start drama. No, I don't know who, if me? Drama? <laughs> paved the way, that's a that's an interesting way to put it. I can definitely say that, you know, like we already know, when it was Kim and it was Foxy and it was Missy and it was Eve, all of those girls were doing it at like the same time, which was really, really cool. And then for some reason, everyone just kind of went a little bit mute. I think that's what happens in hip hop. They all kind of came around at the same time. And then, you know, they figured out other ventures or did other things exactly. themselves, which kind of left the lane open. You saw Nikki kind of took it. And then years later, Nikki held it down for almost 10 years by herself. And then Kylie came out of nowhere and just like started killing it. So right. I think that that dynamic, something in between there, um, 
with Cardi B actually being someone who was like the only person that could really kind of, you know, snatch some attention, like from Nikki. I think that's kind of where it really started. And then once folks saw Cardi could get on, they were like, wait, she seems like a regular girl just like me. Mm. Um, other girls were like, if Cardi can do this, I can do it too. So I think Cardi B definitely had a huge influence um, on giving women confidence to be like, listen. There absolutely can be more than one, and I'm about to be three, then there's four, then there's five, and now it's like a plethora. It's just so many girls coming out right now. I know, right? So, with that being said, tell me a little bit about your bracket. How did you decide to put who you put in this bracket? Let's start there, first and foremost. Uh, it was so hard because obviously I wanted to put the girls on there who, like, if there's so many girls that I love who are still a little bit underground. I'm like, do I show favoritism? But I didn't. I basically, all the girls on the bracket um, had placed on a Billboard chart, um, whether it was Billboard 100. They placed on one of those, one of the um, Billboard mini charts. So that's how I came with the decision on who to pick. Oh, okay, okay. Who did you pick? Let's go through all the, uh, all the, all the rappers you picked. All the girls, okay, we did Megan Thee Stallion, Dreezy, City Girls, Beth London, Saweetie, Kamaya, Doja Cat, and Pierre Wack. Yes, yes. And um, who is your favorite on the, from, from round one, who's your favorite? Okay, from round one, it was Megan Thee Stallion and City Girls, um, then Sweetie Kamaya and Doja Cat and Pierre Wack. Round one. Okay, those are all your favorites. Okay, okay. And who won? Who won, like, the in each round? Let's go through all the winners. And why do you think that they won? Like, let's start... Let's just start well, from the with beginning. Megan, yeah. Well, with Megan and Dreezy, um, they faced off each other. And then Megan took that one. It kind of makes sense. Megan is, like, more more popular right now, a little bit more mainstream than Dreezy. But Dreezy definitely has had some really big hints with, like, Jack Queens. And just, like, is really still... Um, I think, shaping herself and, like, her artistry. The cool thing about Dreezy, I think, is that we're kind of seeing her, she's taking on this new type of um, strategy as far as we're seeing her in real time develop as an artist, as opposed to Megan, you know, she took the, the traditional old, old school route. You know, she's been studying music for, like, years. Her mom was a rapper. She's been rapping since she was, like, in high school. So she's really, like, been, you know, working on her craft for a very long time. I suppose to Dreezy, who's dope, but I think that we're seeing her really, like, progress and coming to herself um, in her in real time, and I think that's cool about her. Um, City Girls and Stefan Don, I faced those two off. Stefan Don had a really big track um, with French Montana, mm. which definitely charted. You know that song? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> What's the song? I might, you know, you know me. I'll be knowing like the songs. So that song was a really, really big record for her. It was back in 2017, but it wasn't really big song. So I felt like she was worth being on there, and obviously the UK press that she brings, which I think is really dope. Um, City Girls, everyone knows City Girls, my favorite group. And City Girls are my favorite rappers. This is my favorite everything. Like right now, City Girls, City Girls. Period. We all saw <laughs> Act Up and how monumental that was. Young Miami has spoken. Um, saying people are getting flued out, just completely <laughs> remixing English as a language. Um, City Girls are really killing it right now. JP just came home. That's the other half of City Girls. Just came home from prison. Just recently got off of parole. So she's a free woman. She can stay outside past nine. 
So they're really um, they're really killing it over there on QC on quality control. So I had to put them on there because it just makes sense. Sweetie and Kamaya both rep- representing the West Coast. Two very different artists. Um, Sweetie, you know, is very Sweetie's gonna give you that turn up music. As opposed to Kamaya, I can say she's gonna give you a little bit of a turn up music too, with like a, a message. So both representing the West Coast. I say so to our Doja Cat and Tierra Wax. We all know Doja. She's like definitely has a lot of Nicki Minaj influence. Um, folks are loving her right now. Tierra Wax. Folks are loving her because again, she's also coming out with a message. Definitely more of like a conscious rapper. So and in that round, Doja Cat took the, took the, the win. Got you, got you. Now, I just noticed something that is very, very interesting about the first round winners. Like, everyone won with, like, a huge percentage of the vote. You know, Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls, Sweetie, uh, and Doja Cat all won with, like, a significant amount of, like, the of the votes. Like, why do you think that yeah. is? Why do you think that those four female rappers, like, it was, like such a huge, you know, difference in, like, you know, the percentage. Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think that they won so big? I just think simply they're hot right now. City Girls, Megan Thee Stallion, literally hot girl summer, Megan Thee Stallion, and City Girls. Um, they're just hot right now. They're just more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, really in your face. You see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just what it is. You know, everyone has their time where they're just like the it. Whether you're a male, female, actor, whatever industry you're in, everyone has their moment when they're just like, Right. Piping. And that's just, this is just their moment right now. Right. Do you think that those four female rappers are crossing more over into, like, just popular music in general, like pop music? Especially, you know, Doja Cat, because she's also, like, a, a pop singer, especially with Say So. Right. Doja, in particular, I think that's more of, like, her vibe. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to see Megan or City Girls, um, like, water themselves down to be more pop or, like, mainstream. I know a lot of artists mm-hmm. do it, you know, because when mainstream comes, um, big check. Right. So it makes sense, you know, to hook up with the Justin Bieber's and, like, you know, the folks like that. But they're just so raw and authentic, and I think that's what, what has made them and has gotten them to this point. Those are really interesting because she's, from the beginning, always played with all the different genres, kind of like right. how Nikki is. Right. Um, she definitely has a lot of Nicki Minaj influence in her, so I think her is a little bit different. It makes sense for her to be playing around because she's just always done that, and that's just like authentically her. Right. So you won't, you basically won't Megan the uh, Stallion to stick to, uh, you basically won't Megan the Stallion to stick to uh, songs like Freak Nasty and City Girls. Freak Nasty, Big <laughs> <old> Freak. Uh- <laughs> and City yeah, Girls to stick to songs like Act Up. Yeah, and I love the fact that Meg is, like, super Houston. She's super down south. You know, we already know Houston, they have their own sound. She's really influenced by, like, Pimp C and, like, all those guys down there. So, I think, and that's one of the things that I think um, has what made this South what it is. It's because they stay authentic to themselves. So, I would love to see that. Same thing with City Girls. City Girls just represent an entire generation of women who I think that maybe are marginalized and looked over because they're viewed at our society as whatever, less desirable or, you know, have a mm. certain stereotype attached to them. But those type of women, if that is even a type to even say, right. um, everyone deserves to be represented. And I think that's what City Girls does. Right. Um, that's why I love them. And as, as we know from artists like, you know, Cardi B, like relatability, you know, matters, you know. 
absolutely everyone deserves to be represented. A girl in the hood, a girl in corporate America, mm. a girl at the strip club, a girl that does sex work, a girl that is in college. Every girl deserves to be represented. So I think that with all of these girls, they do a good job at, like, you know, hitting everybody. Wow, you just described who I am as a person. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay, so you you you're not you you didn't just talk to me about you know uh, women in hip hop. You got the pleasure to talk to Charlemagne the God from the Breakfast Club about you know the bracket that you did and about female rappers. Now before we get into a clip from that interview, tell us a little bit a little bit about the interview. Oh my gosh, I ran down on Charlemagne so fast. I was at an event. I was actually speaking. I was actually speaking at an event for Ad Week um, for the Challenger Brands um, event they recently did here in New York. And Charlemagne was also one of the speakers. Mm. And I planned my attack. I knew he was going to be on stage. I sat in the second row. I probably like pushed folks, you know, to get that seat. And then as soon as this man's feet, touched the stairs to leave the stage, I like bolted. I had my I had my net. I knew which way I was gonna run, what I had to skip over, you know, which babies I had to move over to get to him. Because he's an influential person in the culture and it just I couldn't um my story, my feature, I don't think that it would be as complete without words from Charlemagne. Um and you know, that. he's obsessed with Rhapsody. Um, she didn't. I didn't put her on the bracket, but he's really obsessed with her and like pink two girls that he really like bunches for. So mm. I had to hear from Charlamagne. Yeah. All right, y'all. There you have it. So we're gonna get into that clip with Kedra Mans and Charlamagne the God. Listen to Fiercely Fandom with Durant. Period. You know, I got that period, period. part from City Girls. All right, we'll be back yeah. in a moment. Okay. The tell. I've right. written about That's you happening. before. Okay. I'm writing a story about women in hip hop right now. And I wanted to ask you how do you feel about women right now in hip hop? You see the Mega Stallions, Doja Cat, the Sweeties. You see so many more women in hip hop. Truly, get your opinion. Um, I mean, women in hip hop is lit right now. You know, my favorite rapper of the past three years and probably my, 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 like my one. I got my two favorite rappers Rhapsody. of the past decade, uh, Kendrick Lamar and Rhapsody. You know what I'm saying? I love Rhapsody. I think she's like the illest rapper, period, regardless of gender. And, you know, you have something for everybody. You have Cardi B. You got Nicki Minaj. You got the City Girls. You got Megan Thee Stallion. You know, you got people like Tank, who I still love. So I just think female rappers in a great position. What do you think is the biggest difference between being a female rapper from, like, Kim era, Foxy era, and being a female rapper now? That you can stand on your own more. Back then, a lot of them needed a crew, you know, like Kim needed Biggie and, you know, Bad Boy, and Foxy needed Jay-Z. I just think that a lot more people are standing on their their own now. I'm not saying that people are not associated with crews, but Make the Stallion not, you know, um, Cardi wasn't, you know, when she first came out. She still isn't. I mean, you might can associate her with QC, but when she first came out, she was standing on her own. Yeah. So I just think 
That's what it is. Like Rhapsody, Rhapsody, she signed with Ninth Wonder, but she stands on her own. But I just think it's different that you got a lot more female rappers that can stand on their own as opposed to being just known because they're the woman in their crew. Yeah, no, I love that. And last but not least, talk to me about the South's influence on music. You're from the South, so. We run everything. Nobody has had a longer run in hip hop than, than down South. Not New York, nobody. You know, Atlanta culture literally influences the whole world, influences the whole globe. You know, and I think it's because we grew up in an era where we couldn't walk outside in our backyard and Def Jam was right there, Interscope was right there. Right. Like, we had to do it ourselves. And being that we had to do it ourselves, we never really had to answer nobody, so we kind of, we kind of kept that genuineness about us. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just carried us over the past 20 some years. Yeah. No, I love that. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Fiercely Fandom with Duran, period. <laughs> I am joined here with Kedra Mans, the entertainment editor here at The Tilt. And I wanted to ask you, so your your bracket, Rising Women in Hip Hop, um, who will dominate 2020, the final round, it came down between Megan Thee Stallion and Doja Cat, right? Why do you think mm-hmm. those were like the finalists? Ooh, well, I think specifically because, again, Meg is just hot right now. Like, literally, she's just who the people want. <laughs> Everyone loves Megan right now. She's definitely having her moment. And I think Doja, I think she kind of just, she's reached a lot of people. So the people who may not be familiar with um, Megan, because I think she does, you know, serve a niche community in a sense, mm-hmm. they may be more familiar with Doja. Um because she is a little bit more like mixy as far as the genre that she like plays in. So it makes sense. I wasn't really surprised when right. it came down to those two. And Megan Thee Stallion won with 67% of the vote. Let's talk a little right. bit about Which, that. Right, isn't that crazy? You say, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? I mean, I don't, I don't think that like she blew her out the water. I don't think right, that's right. Right, right, right. No, no, no. I mean, well, she kind of, well, she kind of did. Well, <laughs> It could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, true, because, like, in the first round, most people won in the first round with, like, 80% of the vote, you know? Um, right, right. So, yeah, like, this is, like, it makes sense, and they both made it to the to the finals for a reason, you know? Because um, they both are mainstream. They're mainstream doing what they do. They're, you know, not mainstream exactly. by, like, simply doing, you know, pop rap. It's, it's just that their niches are, you know, popular right now, you know. Well, Megan right. Thee Stallion's niche is popular right now, and Doja Cat, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, like, you, I think you said this earlier, she's, you know, a versatile rapper, so she just crosses over into multiple different genres, you know, so. Exactly. I think the song Juicy was really big for her with Tyga. Right. Um, she has, like, a huge, like, West Coast present, so I think that has something to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that this bracket in particular got a lot of love from the Southern states, which is really interesting because obviously we're in New York publication. A lot of my folks come from New York. And right. we saw um, an overwhelming um, amount of support from Southern states, like Atlanta, um, which I think is very interesting. Right. Is that a trend with like, you know, um, women in hip hop content that we have that we have seen, you know, like most of the people that vote come from southern states, is that correct? Um, I think so. I think that's 
I noticed that with this, I know that with this debate, that with that holds true, and also with the debate that you did, the Nikki versus Cardi debate, that's been, you know, seen around the world for like ever. That that um that debate also saw an overwhelming amount of support um, from mm-hmm. Southern states. So I think it's it's really interesting that the South is really showing a lot of support for women, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of always has, in a sense, like you know, the fact that Wayne is who co-signed um, Nikki. Um, we're just seeing a lot of support from the South when it comes to women. Right, right. And uh, before we, we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, that Cardi, you know, uh, versus Nikki debate. But before we do, I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite song from Megan Thee Stallion? And what is your favorite song from Doja Cat? My favorite song from Megan Thee Stallion, um, it's probably... Big Old Freak. I'm not going to lie. I think that might be my favorite song. She also just dropped her latest project, Sugar. Um, and she mm, has a lot of yeah. good songs on that that I'm really interested in. Yeah, yeah I, I could say Big Old Freak confidently. That's my favorite name of Stallion song. And from Doja? <laughs> <laughs> and from Doja? Um, you know what? I take that back. It's, it might be a hard tie between Big Old Freak and Freak Nasty. Those, that hard tie between those two. No, really, know. really, really good. You know, Freak Nasty is my song. You know, Freak Nasty is my song. I mean, Freak I told you Nasty I got into is that the best song. Gym song. <laughs> Say what? Freak Nasty is the best gym song. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I remember when I told you I, I was um, that became my favorite song. You were like, Deron, that song came out like two years ago. Like, you're late. I'm like, I know, I know. You know, it took me a minute to get on the Megan Thee Stallion train, you know. But, yes. <laughs> but, you know, like, that's the thing. Like, she's, you know, mainstream now, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, everyone knows who she is. And what about Doja? What's your favorite song from Doja? Oh, wow. You know, Doja, she, her first project, um, it was called, what's her first? It was called, like, Omala. And there's a song on there that I really like that's called Wine Pour, Wine Pum You. I really like that song. I don't know why, but it's just, like, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite um, Doja tracks. Now it's one of her first projects. And then obviously I like the one with Juicy, the one with her and Tyga. Um, oh, and I also really like Moo. You know, that mm. was how she got popular, the whole song. Moo, 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 Moo. Oh my God, that music video is iconic. And also, like, you, you were talking about yeah. Juicy Juicy earlier. That music video is pretty iconic, too. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if someday Doja Cat wins, like, a, a video Vanguard Award at the MTV um video music awards so yeah yeah right you know maybe like you know 10 to 20 years from now that could be her so yeah absolutely for sure for sure um so yeah you were talking about cardi versus nikki earlier uh mm-hmm. who do you think will be on the same level as cardi b and or nikki minaj you know in 2020 like who you think is gonna like they all 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 these you know uh, women in hip-hop that you put in this bracket have made you know huge breakthroughs between 2019 Mm -hmm. and and, and 2020 uh but who do you think in 2020 even though this this is like turning out to be this crazy weird year with all that's happening in the world but who do you think is going to be on that level this year um to be honest i kind of think that i kind of think that that time is done i think the time is done where it's like you know who is 
who's gonna be like on the rise or like the time of like the on the place of like Nikki or like what Cardi. I don't know that we're in that moment anymore. Mm. I think about like men rappers, and you know, I guess at one point in time you could say like it was Future or one time it was Travis Scott. But I think that you know, for the most part, those are like kind of short lived in a sense. It's not like with women where you kind of see one woman being on top for like years, right, like how right. Cardi held it down for years, how Nikki held it down for years. I think like with, when it comes to guys, they'll have like, men will have like a little bit of a moment, like maybe a few months and then the next month of somebody else. So I kind of think it's going to be like that with women as there are so many of them. I don't want to there's one woman that's going to dominate or have like a, a time like Cardi or Nikki. I think that time is over and now literally a lot of girls are going to be in that one. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That is a perfect, perfect answer. All right, Kedra. I think I think we I think we did it. I think we got it all. I think we talked about like how women in hip hop are ruling. They're on top. You know, mm-hmm. we have so many queens out there. Thank goodness. Yes, I'm so excited for the future and to see what happens next. And thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Here's the fandom. Of course, thank you for not upstaging me on my own podcast. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm dead. I could never. I could never if I tried. <laughs> it may be I could have you back so we can discuss, you know, uh, the women in R&B music. You know, like for a long time, it was just Beyonce mm-hmm. and Rihanna. And, you know, that exactly. has also started to change, you know. You know, black women Let's have started to cross over between R&B and pop music again and it's you know amazing so I gotta have you back on so we can talk about that so yeah yes definitely thank you so much I'll talk to you tomorrow yes bye Kedra bye well there y'all have it y'all you're listening to Fiercely Fandom with Deron period and until next time peace love and stay safe out there y'all (laughs) 